When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. If General Booty is serious, he would call up Uncle Luke and have him make a track attached to that ad. I mean, Uncle Luke has to be involved somewhere with this campaign. Just a suggestion on my and I'm Myron Metcalf. Matt Jones will join us at some point soon. We're on Matt Jones Watch. Some technical difficulties here on Cardi, Cardi and Carlin. Canty and Carlin. I'm going to get the show right. On ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can tweet us at KY Sports Radio and at Metcalf by ESPN. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Give us a call. Chime in. We love to talk to fans. We love to talk to callers. I wonder if Joe Burrow has called his accountant. Because I would. Uh, Joe Burrow, the high-level quarterback, top-five quarterback, superstar with the Cincinnati Bengals, is back in practice today. He has been out for over a month uh, with a mysterious calf strain. Now, granted, calf strain is the same injury that preceded what happened to Kevin Durant a couple years ago with the Achilles. So I do think there's a bit more caution throughout sports when you hear that. He's obviously a premier quarterback in a critical contract year. So I understand why Joe Burrow might be taking his time to get back. However, what I expected when we found out that Joe Burrow would make his return to practice for the first time since July 27th when he suffered that calf injury, it was a non-contact play. He was scrambling to the right and kind of suffered the injury. I assumed that the Bengals wouldn't say Joe Burrow was back in practice. I would assume that the Bengals would come out and say, Joe Burrow is a very rich man. He just got a whole lot of money because right now Joe Burrow is set to break the market, to establish the market. He's about to make more money than any player in NFL history. Uh, his number, whatever that number is going to be, will be closer to $300 million than $250 million. And there have already been some ridiculous contracts over the last couple of years. You obviously had $230 million to Deshaun Watson, guaranteed money that he just signed. Justin Herbert signed for 217. Kyler Murray uh, got 189 in guarantees. Lamar Jackson, 185. Jalen Hurts, 180 million in guarantees. Justin Herbert right now is the highest paid player in terms of annual salary at $53.3 million. So if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm making more than that. I don't know what the number's going to be ultimately, but I better be making more than Justin Herbert. Not to be because he's better than Justin Herbert, but that's what happens when a quarterback is up for a new deal. So this is going to be NFL record-breaking money. And here is Zach Taylor of the Cincinnati Bengals on Joe Burrow's current status post-injury. I think he has a very healthy body, um, and I'm encouraged by that. Just following up one more on Joe yeah. Burrow, is there any connection to his practice availability to what's going on with his contract situation? No. Can I tell you something? I don't buy any of that because if Joe Burrow is out and Joe Burrow is out for over a month and there's this sort of mysterious situation that no one's talking about and he's about to set the NFL record 
with a contract that could be close to $300 million, yes, that is attached to his contract in my mind because I'm not going out there unless there's been significant progress on that deal. Matt Jones, I believe, is back. My guy. Hello there, Myron. You're back, Matt. Hey, I, I, I kept us afloat, I think. I'm sure you did. Yeah. You did an amazing job. I yeah. had to drive from Georgetown, Kentucky to Lexington, Kentucky to get connected, but I'm back. And uh, the traffic, five o'clock's not when you should drive, Myron. And, and then you get here, and I and, and you're right back where we were at three o'clock, yeah. talking about Joe Burrow, yeah. the second best quarterback in the NFL. Let me ask you. I'm always curious. Like some people can get these police escorts, right? When they're I can't like get significant, a I don't know how you can get you, a police you escort. Do do I don't know. It feels like I. It feels like the wrong people get police <laughs> exactly, escorts. Exactly. Like I see. Like I. I, I saw. Uh, not that long ago, there was an actor that was in town. Yeah. Is, um, well, I, I don't want to call the person out, but there was an actor. Let's just say B to C level actor, okay? Yeah, like, yeah. And he was riding from the air from the Rupp Arena to the airport, and he got a police escort. And I thought, does he have to pay for that? Yeah. Is it also like why does he get to do that? And I don't understand. Maybe somebody knows. Eight 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 say ESPN. How do you get a police escort? I'm sure Cincinnati Joe Burrow can get a police escort, but I don't know how you do it. I, I don't know how you do it. I was in New Mexico uh, on a trip. Johnny Depp happened to be there. I guess he was filming some movie. He had one. Like there was like a whole processional with Johnny Depp. So I don't know, man, how you do it. But I'd Johnny Depp is that of is, is that of the level that you're allowed to get it? I guess so. I guess if that's the where it starts, maybe does Keanu right, Reeves get one? I don't know. So I want to go back for a second on, on the Joe Burrow thing. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going to play. Right? Yes. The, uh, Adam Schefter was on with us earlier. Said it was certain he was going to play. I'm for it. He should play, etc. If he plays. What? Where are the Bengals in terms of best teams in the NFL? Like, on what level are we talking? Are they third best, second best, fifth best? I mean, I what? Do, where do you have them in the NFL? I think they're probably right behind the Eagles. I would say. I mean, in the AFC, they're right behind Kansas City. But to, to me, it's not if he plays. It's is he healthy? Like, no one's answering that question. If you're telling me we get 100 percent Joe Burrow. I think he's going to be right there with Kansas City. And again, I believe in history. There hasn't been a back-to-back champion in 20 years. Kansas City is fighting that. So I think they're top three in the NFL, number two in the AFC, if Joe Burrow is healthy. Have you ever strained your calf? I mean, I know you don't yeah. do a lot of physical movement, but if you've Come ever, on, have you, have yeah. you ever, have you ever strained yeah. your calf? So here's I, I the am. thing about a strained calf. It can be fine yeah. for a few days, and then you just wake up, and it's strained again. You know what I yeah. mean? It's one of those things that sort of lingers. I think everybody is is especially cautious because of what happened with Kevin Durant. Yep. But it's one of those things that, like, he could be playing in any game, he'll feel the strain, and he might have to come out for a little while because it's almost like a cramp when it hits. So yep. I think it is going to be interesting to see how much – like how bad it is. It, there will be a point in the first few games where he will – that will happen. You yeah. know – Again, I don't want to compare my elite athleticism to Jim. Yeah. Uh, to, I'm about to say to Jim Burrow, to <laughs> Joe Burrow. I'm more of a Jim Burrow type. Yeah, but okay. but you do sometimes just wake up and it hurts, and I do wonder if that will happen at various games this season. But see, that's why it's so weird to me, Matt, that the announcement of his return wasn't attached to a new contract. Like that's the weird. If I'm Joe Burrow, sounds like you wouldn't want to play no. if you didn't have the contract. You're one of I those wouldn't. guys. 
one of those guys who wants money? Yeah, I am one of those guys. <laughs> you, you're, you're right. But it's not. You like, should be one of those he, guys. <laughs> even if he got hurt, they would still. I, I feel like he's in a different situation than like Lamar Jackson was. Yeah. Even if he were to get hurt, they would still give him all the money, right? Like they would still do it because mobility is not the thing that makes him a superstar. He he will get the money. I understand that. But to me, just to feel completely safe, and I think it's a great thing for the franchise. Usually what happens in these situations, the franchise says, hey, our guy is back. Here's his new deal. They like to flaunt that. So the fact that we're not hearing anything about the contract makes me wonder, are they far apart on what's going to be a record-breaking deal for Joe Burrow? Yes. Will you tell me, Myron, who Canty and Carlin is brought to you by? Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance, and it's also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment here. More. The Colts have not received what they felt was a fair value trade offer for running back Jonathan Taylor. I don't think this is a win-win situation. Like, I get it. It's wishful thinking that they can salvage a relationship. This is a strictly business relationship from this point going forward. Did you say make every moment here? Make every moment here. That was my remix of the ad. It's but what, is that, what, what would that mean? What does it mean to make every moment here? It, makes, it means here is where we make moments. Take that how you want to take it. I think it's okay. A, All right, know, I got it. So you yeah. can make every moment wherever you are. Wherever you, can you make are, them. that's okay. your moment is where you exist. Well, just like more. we should make every moment here, it is yeah. whatever you want Wednesday. Eight 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 say ESPN. We had some really good callers uh, yeah. earlier. You can talk about whatever you want. You can talk about how, like for me, Aaron Rodgers is the most annoying person on the planet. Myron has a statue of him in his house. God. You can talk about, which is a weird place to put a statue. <laughs> You can talk about whether or not Joe Burrow is the second-best quarterback, or you can talk about, as we talked earlier, about how Tennessee has the worst colors. But until we do that, Jonathan Taylor has requested a trade. Uh, we know that. He's going to miss the first four games of the season because they've been on, put on the physically unable to perform list. By the way, is that just a fraudulent list? He is not physically unable to perform, right? I, I think it's situational. I think in this case, it's about uh, him does not want to be a part of the team. I don't know. Like, is there a rule that you don't – I mean, he is physically able to perform. He is choosing not to perform. I mean, if you call in sick to work, I don't think they can be like, prove it, right? I mean (laughs) – you know, I feel like it's one I of those can. Yeah, do they do, do they not? They don't make you prove it. I don't think they can. Like I'm sure there are limitations. All right. Well, on he's that. on the physically unable to perform list. And Barry Jackson, the Miami Herald, reports that the Colts asked for receiver Jalen Waddle, quote, and more, <laughs> and more. What? I'd hate to be the guy that's the and more. You don't even get your name in the report. You're the and more. You just act like so. I don't think Jonathan Taylor's worth a lot of money, but you act like he's worth nothing. I don't understand that. Like, I would give away Jalen Waddle. I don't know if I would give away the and more, but I would yeah. give away Jalen Waddle for Jonathan Taylor. You would not? No chance. No, no chance. I think, I think Jonathan Taylor is one of the premier running backs. To, to me, he's right behind Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey, you know, at that position. Maybe Derrick Henry, you know, depending on what happens with him. But uh, I wouldn't give up the money. I wouldn't give up a Jalen Waddle, like a future – you know, all pro kind of receiver. I would never do that in this market for a running back. I don't think Jonathan Taylor makes Miami a Super Bowl contender, but Jalen Waddle taking the next step at that position could. I think those are the two different things when it comes to those two. Yeah, okay, but let's say you were to put Jonathan Taylor on the Dolphins. 
Okay, they've got a ton of receivers. They had they had too many last year, right? Yeah. You put Jonathan Taylor on the Dolphins. You don't think that makes them a better team after it happens? Not after losing Jalen Waddle. Now, if you put him on the team and you keep Jalen Waddle, yeah, that's a fascinating team. But I'm not giving up Jalen Waddle, especially with Tua's situation. Where we got to see if he's going to be isn't okay. That, all doesn't season. that make make him? Doesn't that make him more needed? I think it makes Waddle more needed because you know if you've got to bring in some backup quarterback, at least you know you got these elite targets. I would never give up Jalen Waddle. Uh, I wouldn't give up any elite receiver, any good receiver, probably for any running back in the entire NFL, just because it's such a replaceable position. That includes McCaffrey and Saquon. I wouldn't give up Waddle for Saquon. I wouldn't give up. There's McCaffrey no different back. maybe. Maybe McCaffrey. Yeah, well, okay, so but McCaffrey got they, a second, third, and fourth, yeah. and fifth round pick. You don't think Jonathan Taylor's worth that? I wouldn't give up. The picks are one thing. If you're telling me I'm giving up a key receiver, I, I wouldn't do that for a running back in this league. It's just no one's going to win the Super Bowl because of an Would elite Would you let your back. kid be a running back now? I was a running back, and it took me to college. Were, I wasn't minute, great. Just a second. You you. I never heard this. Wait a minute. Yeah, I, was, I was a D2 running, running back. back. I, went to, I, went to I school thought you were a d- linebacker. You were no. a running back? I went to school on a what Division What was your 40 two. time? What was your 40 time? Six one. Four. No, it was four. I was a state champion track four three. Wait a minute. Not, wait a minute. You were my step numbers four three. Listen, man. I don't stop. To, I don't want to get I into. I want on. Shannon. Don't you want proof of that four three for Myron? Listen, four three nine. So closer to four four. But well, he dropped the nine to four three nine, so he knew exactly what it was. Listen, I don't want to get into. I want to get into it. I wasn't elite. I wasn't like these guys. So you weren't. You weren't a bruiser. You were a speedster. I was shifty, you know. That's what they said about me. I was, I was shifty, right? I had, so I had a little bit of, so I had a little me, bit of spice. I, I'm so intrigued by this. You played D two. What was the name of the school you played? Minnesota State Mankato. So, so here's the thing. I had, I had like a couple of moves. Like I had what a quick shift. Like I could go left, right, real fast. Like you'd left, be there, right. ready to tackle me. Could you and go then, right, left? And then, no, couldn't go right, left. Right, right, left was <laughs> so a trap for me. You were scoutable. I was if very you, like you were very scoutable. I was. I had two moves, and that was about it. Um, but I do think it's a different era. In ter- I bet if I were coming up and playing today, right, okay. I would try to play receiver. Now, I'm not saying anyone would want that, or I'd play cornerback, or I'd play something else. I wouldn't play running back. Do you <laughs> think we won't get, in 10 years, we won't get elite athletes at running back? I mean, I would say there was a time not that long ago that you, if you were in high school, you would want your best athletes playing running back. Do you think that changes? I think it will. We had Mina Kimes on the other day, and she was saying, like, guys are still going to play running back. And she made a great point. You still got a bunch of, you know, high-level opportunities in college, now NIL money. So I think there's still going to be a bunch of guys who want to play. Right, the glory of carrying the ball. And and there are still a lot of schools in college that play that way. You know, everyone's not using this offense where everyone's spread out and all that. Uh, But in terms of the NFL, I think you'll see fewer – high-level guys. You won't see the best athletes at running back anymore because of the way it's changing. Whatever you want, uh, Wednesday, 888-SAY-ESPN. We got some people on here, and like you said, you can do whatever you want. As they, Who was the singer that said you can have whatever you like? Who was that? Uh, it was T.I., but he didn't say it that way. Uh, what do you mean? What did, how did he say it? I well, was, you, you can have whatever you, you like. Yeah, you sang it in, a, in a kind of like that, uh, you know um, – Tennessee, that Kentucky way, a little bit, you know? That was a little bit like that, but it was T.I. He has a little bit like Kentucky. Jamel is in Pittsburgh. Jamel, what do you got? 
Thank you for taking my call. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts on taking it back a couple days on the news cycle, uh, your reaction to the NBA players being hurt over Noah Lyles' comments. Again, any international player that I've ever known, it's always been country over league. Um, Noah's right. The same Noah's thing. 100% right. Yeah. He's 100% right. I, I, I didn't think about this. No, so for people who don't know, Noah Lyles said it's ridiculous that the NBA calls its title the World Championships or the World Champion because there's a lot of other countries. And I have to tell you, Myron, I never thought about that in my life until I became really good friends with an Australian guy. You've met him, the Max Duffy. The, he yeah. was a punter at Kentucky. And he would he, it drove him crazy. He said, only would Americans be so arrogant to believe they're the world champion when the other countries don't participate. He isn't no a lot. Well, I mean, all those at, like basketball players can get their feelings hurt, but he's right, Myron. Yeah, a dude named Jokic and a dude named Giannis have won two of the last three NBA champions. I think the best players from around the world are in the NBA. I agree with you. So, I agree with you. But you still can't say the Denver Nuggets are the world champs if they don't play anybody outside of America or Canada. But that team was led by a European dude and a Canadian dude. My, my point is, I think the NBA is such a melting pot that I don't know. I think it does apply in a lot of ways. Here's my thing with Noah Lyles, though. What does it help? We talk about track and field once a year when the Olympics are coming out. And we don't talk about it again. I think he had an opportunity to really promote the sport. I'm and for this it. is not helping. No, you know what? I, I yes, wish he hadn't I, said more, it. More people, know, said it. more people know Noah Lyles now than they did three days ago. Yeah, but like they're, you, they're the world champions because the are the best players in the world somewhere okay, but, else. But, are, but, no, but there are, the, are guys playing in Europe that may not be better. That well, first of all, we're going to find out here in a little while. If America is the world champion in the FIBA World Cup, we haven't won every time. We haven't always won at the Olympics. I still think, without question, the NBA is the best league in the world. But if tomorrow the Japanese uh, Baseball League decided to call their winner the World Series champs, don't you think we'd be like, come on? Maybe, but I think it's sport by sport. I think basketball has a different argument than baseball. I think the NBA in a league that has maybe never been more diverse than it is today can say we have the best players in the entire world. And if you win in this league, we are the world champions. Like is somebody going to beat the Denver Nuggets okay, in some you, other league? No, I, but they at least should have to play the team from another country. I no allows. What about right. Australian rules football? Are they not the world champions of Australian rules football or because we don't play it? In but America? we're not, but we're not the only people that play basketball. Now the all over the, there are teams all over the world, at least with Australian rules football. I think it's pretty much played in Australia. But basketball is now played in like probably a hundred different pro leagues around the world, and we're better than all of them. I but mean, you we don't are. you shouldn't you have to show it? But I mean, but it'd be different to me if you told me only Americans were in the NBA. The entire world is in the NBA, and the best players in the world are in the NBA. So that to me is where the conversation is different. Noah is right. I don't think so. the I, the best players are in the NBA. I totally agree with that. But it is American arrogance to say we play against each other and then we're the world champs. That's that's arrogant. It is. 
Yeah, I mean, what do you say? National champ? Like, what do you change it to? Where the well, you just say NBA champs, and I think that's probably right. Yeah. It's Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. Maybe there's someone out there listening that's not from America that agrees with me. I think most people will agree with Myron, at least those of you that can't see his shirt on the Zoom. We will <laughs> deal with that and more of your calls. That's next here on Canty and Carlin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Sounded just like what I said. <laughs> no. That's no. on ice. No. Nope. Beep, bop. Yes. Candy uh, and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. I don't, know all, I don't know all the words. <laughs> beep, right? bop. I was like, beep, bop, bice. I don't know what, I don't know all the words. <laughs> Matt Jones, Meyer <laughs> Metcalf. It's like an alien who heard of hip hop for the first time or something. <laughs> Beep, bop, bice. Like, uh, it is 888-SAY-SBN. Whatever you want Wednesday. We're going to go right back to the phones here. I do want to note, the U.S. Open is on right now. I feel like it's gotten a lot of coverage on ESPN in the last yeah. few days. I feel like it's been on quite a bit. And I was thinking, the number one player in the world right now in, uh, in tennis is Carlos Alcaraz. Yep. And the number one player in golf, at least the guy that just won the year-long championship, was Victor Hovland. Mm-hmm. Now, I was trying to think, Myron, do you think there has ever been a time in the history of men's golf and tennis where the two like number one players were less known by the general public than now? Victor Hovland and uh and Carlos Alcaraz they could I think walk down most streets in the United States and no one would have 
any idea who either of them were. Do you agree think, with that? Yeah, I think Hovland for sure because, you know, golf, and I don't know if people know five or six golfers probably, right? But I think Alcarez has probably helped by what he did in the French Open against Djokovic. Right? He, he beat him in the French Open, right? That was the Wimbledon. That was the Wimbledon, close. I was close. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, what he did there, I think that probably <laughs> elevated, you know, his, his street cred value. I think a lot so of people you saw think, it. So you think Carlos Alcarez? Yeah. could go to Chattanooga, Tennessee and walk down downtown just dressed like a regular guy and people would know who he is. Yeah, some some people well, some, some people, people, people Chattanooga saw him. No, people saw that. That was a big moment in Wimbledon. He talked to the – is she the queen now? Or what's the status of um, – Of who? Of the, the – Kate. What's her name? Is she, no, Kate's Kate. not the queen. She's, not, she's, she's she the princess. It, okay. uh, the, the king is, is Charles and the queen is like – Whatever that queen? woman's name, Camille. Oh, okay. Camille. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what I'm talking about. He, she she Camille. talked to him. Yeah. Kate talked. Princess Kate talked to him. That was a big moment. People you think saw people that. in Chattanooga were sitting there going, "Look, there's Princess Kate with Carlos that's Alcaraz." It. One thing that's universal: people follow the royal family, and I I don't know why. All right. Eight eight eight. Say ESPN. If you are in Chattanooga, at least one of you out there is in Chattanooga. I yeah. just want you to call in and tell me if you know who Carlos Alcaraz is. If you would not, if you know who he is, would you recognize him? Because I would argue the people in Chattanooga and pick the city of choice would not, and I know they wouldn't know who Victor Hovland is. No, yeah. No, yeah. nobody. Yeah. I just don't know that there's ever been a time that the biggest golfer and tennis player in the world are more anonymous than they are right now. Kevin yeah. in Delaware, what do you got? Yeah, hey, I just wanted to comment on Aaron Rodgers. I think he's dripping with more insincerity oh, than yes. Mike Pence on a campaign trip. All right, we don't oh, do okay. politics. Right, we don't do right. politics. Okay. Okay. Well, but let's let's take out the second yeah, clause. I mean, I would talk to you about that, but they 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 won't want they don't want me to. Yeah, let's yeah. do the first clause. Is there anyone more insincere, Myron, than Aaron Rodgers? I think that's just how he is. I mean, to, to me, here's here's what I don't like. I don't su- like someone who kind of comes off, uh, they're, they're arrogant behind the scenes, and then they act a different way in public, right? <laughs> that's fraudulent. But if that's just what you are, I think he's just being Aaron Rodgers. Like that off-putting kind of personality to some. So you think, you think it's just like, oh, it's okay. That's just who he is. He's just arrogant and off-putting. It's genuine. You know what I mean? He's not being somebody fake behind the scenes. You know what? You know what? I respect that. I got to hop in here, guys, because it's whatever you want Wednesday, and I got to get yeah. something off my chest. I'm yeah. going to tell you why I'm mad, son. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. Okay. You know what? I'm I'm, a, I'm, I'm really upset at this dude, Del- Kevin in Delaware, right now. <laughs> what? Like, he comes why up here he and, dro- and drops that Pence line or whatever. Yeah. Dude yeah. called in like three or four times wanting to talk about the devaluation of the running back position. That's the description <laughs> I put on the screen. That's the caller that we go to, Kevin on line five in Delaware. That's who we bring on the line. And then, he, and then he drops this line. Like, what you is that. Yes. You know what it is? The guy who called in and dropped the prima donna line, everyone's trying to top him. So he was yeah. so you're telling me you you had it in your mind he was going to talk about running backs. And then he comes in here with the Mike Pence joke and you're not happy about it, right? Like what is that? And that, and that's 
That's the thing. Breathe. Here's the thing. And here's I, no, I want to say this right now. Like, okay. folks who call into sports talk, right? Don't yeah. try to dupe. Don't try to get over on the producer, right? We Trying to be all up in the video. <laughs> right. Dancing, singing. Dancing. Like, what are you doing? All right? We're screening the calls for a reason. Come We're producing ESPN the Radio. calls. All right? There's a methodology to this. All right? It's principles. You don't, come up, you don't come up here and that's try to lie right. about what you're going to talk about and then try to talk about something that's else. Right. Shannon, that's Shannon, the producer. Let me just tell you something. Let me yeah, tell you I'm something. If you it. are going to call a show Shannon Penn produces, do not make fun of Mike Pitts. He will not no, allow it wait a minute. on his no, airway. No, don't call in. He Just will give not us who you are. It. Tell us what you're going to talk about. You know, Give the screener a chance, man. Shannon also, by the way, will not have lunch with a woman present. That's the, they also have well, that. Okay. <laughs> he has that. Hard has, left turn on well, ESPN well, Radio well, right well, now, well, Matt Jones. Well, I mean, that's hard what he Hard left said. turn. Hard left Let's turn. go to Justin in Illinois. Go ahead, Justin. Guys, this has been hilarious to actually listen to. I, I got to applaud you, and I'm well, not going to talk about A.A. Ron or, you know, any of that stuff. <laughs> hey, it's but whatever you what want do, Wednesday. Go ahead. To, except to, my a, de- to a degree. Except no Mike Pence. All things considered. Right, consider. Yeah. So what I do want to know is – I, whoever this guy was that was talking about, like, you know, world championships and, you know, people not being. All right, we know. The, Noah Lyles. You know, that yeah. was Noah Lyles, yeah. 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 Well, is he a comedy fan? Because there is a professional comedian that actually has a bit. About that, I think it's Brian Regan. Okay, yeah. Well, and, I don't know, and I'm, we're going to have to go to break. I appreciate the call. Uh, <laughs> he's right, though. He is right. Only in America do we say what we do is the world's because we do that for everything. Yeah. Yeah. We do that for everything. It's like the world's biggest ball of yarn. How do you know? Have you been to all the countries? Do you know what all the balls of yarn are? We do that in America. Noah Lyles is right. We may not like it, Myron, but yeah. he's right. Okay. I don't think so, but, you know. You got, that's you got your, a guy named Jokic. You got a guy, guy named Jokic. A guy named Jokic and a guy named Giannis have won championships the last two years. A guy named Embiid is the MVP. Come on, man. I like that you just said, I don't think so. Myron would be a great lawyer. <laughs> they'd get up, they'd present a case against this client, say? and Myron would just stand up and go, Your Honor, I don't think so. <laughs> the defense rests. Yeah. About mystery, man. I'm it's Candy and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, 888-SAY-SPN. We will do a little more Whatever You Want Wednesday. And Nick, Nick Saban is already in spin mode, and we haven't even played a game yet. That's next here on Candy and Carlin. Candy and Carlin, the podcast, the traditions. There's no team I love more than this team. We got a national championship to chase. The rivalries. This is college football as good as it gets. The drama. Launching downfield. All the way to the end zone. The greatest story ever played. College football lives here. ESPN Radio. College football does live here on ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin. We are here. Matt Jones, Meyer Metcalf. The, I want to read you a tweet. We got him. Okay. I was like hosting with you because people have strong opinions. Teddy writes. Teddy's, by the way, his, his, his Twitter is Teddy's Tunes, which I'm okay. sure are very good. Okay. Everybody go check out Teddy's Tunes. He says, this dude with the voice is annoying. 
He always has to interrupt poor Byron when Byron is making a point. At least clear your throat, man. So I'm sorry, Byron, that uh, apparently I interrupt you. I would hate for you all not to be able to hear Byron's point. Was that you said it's from Tommy Tombs? No, Tombs? that was a different guy. Teddy's Tombs. Teddy's Tombs? Like T-O-M-B? No, not like music, like tunes. Oh, tunes. Okay, music. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Teddy hey, thinks Byron Appreciate should be it. able to talk a little bit more. It's, it's uh, whatever you want Wednesday. We'll get back to it in just a second. Nick Saban has announced he will not put out a depth chart before the games because, quote, a depth chart creates a lot of distractions. So I hear that, and here's what I think, Myron. Nick Saban has been coaching for 30 years. Yeah. Has put out a depth chart every year. He is not putting out a depth chart this year. That says to me his team isn't as good, and for that reason, it didn't seem to have a problem with the depth chart when they were really good. Why wouldn't there be a pro- why would there be a problem now? Yeah, I mean, I think this is a year where you don't have a, a Bryce Young. You don't necessarily have this leader that everybody's looking to, and maybe there's more speculation about how good Alabama will be. They're still going to be very good. But I'm just kind of over Nick Saban talking about distractions. When you're recruiting five-star kids who have dealt with distractions their entire careers, if anybody's dealt with media exposure or any of that stuff, these guys have. I just It's over the top, you know? Like, for me, but it's what's unnecessary. What's the distraction? What's the distraction? I mean, like... I just say that he keeps talking about because I don't think it's real. Like I don't, I don't think the depth chart is going to create these distractions that he's suggesting. Yeah, I, I think mean, what, not putting it out and saying he doesn't want to put it out is a bigger distraction, right? So it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's like me. when it's whenever you complain about something, you give it more <laughs> oxygen. I mean, exactly. would we? Is there any world in which you and I would have talked about the Alabama depth chart today? No. No. Now he makes it a story. But now he makes it to where we're going to talk about the depth chart. And we're going to go, well, why isn't the depth chart? So when they play, whoever they play this weekend, what, who do they play? Like, I think it's Middle Tennessee, I think. Yeah, okay. So they play the fighting Murfreesboro folks. <laughs> yeah. You know, then you get that, and that's a, that's a problem. Now, Tom is in Tennessee. And by the way, Alabama's still going to be in good hands. Very good. The good hands moment of the week is brought to you by Allstate. With insurance from Allstate, you'll be game day ready every day. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent today to learn more. Allstate, you're in good hands. Tom, are you in Chattanooga? Yes, I am. See, I knew we'd get somebody. Would you recognize (laughs) Carlos Alcaraz if he walked down the street? Uh, There's no way possible. And I think if uh, you polled 100 people, maybe one or two might know him. Um, but, you know, say someone like Nick Saban is within 100 miles of Chattanooga, we all know. There you go, Myron. So I think that's been proven. Yep. Tom is speaking for the good people of Chattanooga. He didn't see him out there with the queen or with the um, <laughs> First of all, she's not the queen. So, like, no, immediately just, the problem is you thought she was the queen. She's not the I, queen. I honestly didn't know there was somebody between her. I didn't know. I thought, like, she just ascended to that. I didn't know how it works. I don't get the royal family. But uh, I know he was having a conversation with Kate, Princess Kate. Can I ask you, like, are you moment. certain? Are you certain that you would recognize Carlos Alcaraz? Let's say you're out to eat. Where yeah. are you going to eat dinner tonight? I don't know yet. I'm trying to figure that out. Like, you're, you're out to eat. You go. Yeah. You're the yeah, yeah. Applebee's. That's exactly <laughs> the kind of place I can see you eating. At. You're out. You're at Applebee's. You're getting the apps, the flaming fajitas, yeah. and Carlos Alcaraz walks in. Would you be certain it was Carlos Alcaraz? 
I'd be like 83% sure, I think, <laughs> that it was him. You know, you want to be careful, man. You don't want to, like, do the you know, all. You don't want to be, like, mistake it. Be like, hey, are you Carlos <laughs> Alcaraz? So I'd be hesitant, but I think so. No, I, I remember him would. from Wimbledon. I remember I don't him. think you would. Eric is in Wisconsin. Where are you in Wisconsin, are you, Eric? Uh, in western Wisconsin. New Richmond is a town. Yeah, you know that place? I'm not New that Richmond? Area. What's the uh, who's the most famous person from New Richmond, Wisconsin? Johnny Blood McNally. Who's that? Johnny Blood McNally was a Packer uh, running back. Is uh, in uh, Packer Hall what, of Fame. Why was it, his, his real middle name was not Blood, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's what he called himself. Okay, but I mean, he did his his mom didn't say. There's little Johnny. Let's call him Blood. Did they call no, him I Blood think, because uh, he? I, I think he got that when he played football. Okay, quickly. What's your thing? Ten seconds. So I think Jonathan Taylor is on par value wise with Christian McCaffrey because the running get, running back is so valuable coming out of the backfield. All right, well, there you go. I'm more interested in Johnny Blood McNally, to be honest with you. I appreciate the call. Tell Blood we said hello. More Canty and Garland next. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Garland podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Garland, the podcast.